It's coming home. It's coming home. God go- damn it, Antonio. It's coming. Stop. Coming. Don't, don't stop doing PA. Don't quit your day oh. job. You're, you're meant for a PA, not for singing. It's coming stop. home. Bro. 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 Am I destroying a classic? Yeah, you're ruining just, a classic. In the words of Chris Tucker, you're ruining a classic. Just like, don't stop taking a Jimmo. Yes. Wait a fast, don't stop. Uh, don't stop taking. Bro, my singing's pretty good. Come on. It's not that great. No? Your dancing's pretty good, I'm not going to lie. Aight. Aight, but first and foremost... Welcome back. Welcome we've been on back. Hi- we've been on a hiatus. We're sorry, folks. And also, this is not the twentieth episode we promised. This incorrect. Wrong. Wrong. This is the European special. We felt that we had to update you guys on where we've been. We've been very, very busy the past few weeks. My apologies as well, folks. Uh, and also, we had to put in a special because of the insanity that has this gone week. on this week. Yeah. <laughs> In regards to the Europa League and the Champions League. Oh my so god. So the first and start first and foremost, first I and w- foremost I wanna congratulate All right. All right. my lovely co-host thank Antonio. You. He recently got engaged to the love of his life last thank Sunday. You. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Many blessings to you. May God grant you prosperity and health to you and your to you and your future wife. Thy appreciate it's if I ever speak speaketh in Shakespeareth again, never please do that stop again. Stop me. Don't but do that. Thank you, my good friend, and my beloved, beloved and lovely fiance Nancy. Thanks you also. Anytime, man. But how's it feel to be uh, off the market? Uh, it feels good, man. It's it's cool. It's a nice dibel uh, on my finger or the wedding band on my right hand because that's what the tradition we do in our Egyptian culture. But uh, it looks nice and shiny. Sometimes I take it off and act like uh, good old Gollum and be like, my precious. But let's not get into that. Let's get into the the craziness that happened this week, my friend. Champions League, Europa League. I don't even know where to start, my friend. Oh, my God. Talk to me. Talk to me. All I'm going to say is, in the words of Cespa Fabregas, football is fucking unbelievable. The, The passion, the sweat, the tears... And we saw all of it. We saw and the, and the heartbreak. We saw all the, of it. The we saw all of it this week. This was one crazy week. Roller coaster twists, turns, ups, downs. Yeah. Comebacks left and right. I've been reading some comments on Instagram saying that UCL stands for the UEFA Comeback League instead of Champions League because, and and you have to give me credit, Anton. You should you should be giving me credit right now that I'm not flipping. I know. The f- out that my. Spurs are in the Champions what a week for you. League final. Come go, goes on vacation, comes back, finalizes his engagement, his engagement, and then has the has Spurs being a supporter since two thousand and seven, mind you, in the Champions League final. Well, welcome to the club, champion. What's it called? If you guys <sighs> win, you could be now the second club in London to win a Champions League because we did it first. And by damn it, we will, because f Liverpool. F both of y'all. If that stadium blows up, I ain't even, I ain't even sad. Nah, I keyed, I keyed, I keyed. I keyed, I keyed around. A little dark humor. You guys missed my dark humor for the past three weeks. I feel like I have to give you the darkest of the dark. <laughs> like like Wesley Snipes dark. I missed it Char- too, Anton. Charlie Murphy dark. In the words of Prince. Not Prince. Rick James. Charlie Murphy! <laughs> Darkness! Darkness is... <laughs> Darkness reigned over Ajax's fairytale story of a Champions League run... Because of one man, one myth, one legend, and his name is 
Lucas Mora. The man who, who was got ousted, outcasted. Who was ousted by PSG because they because of them bringing in Neymar. Who they thought would win them the Champions League. <coughs> the sweet, And Lucas Mora is the man himself to bring Spurs into the Champions League final. Sweet, sweet irony. Lucas Mora, I thank you from the bottom of my good heart for scoring that amazing hat-trick. And mind you, the to top it off with the cherry on top in the 95th minute of 96 according to 96 minute according to Google, according to Google it's 96 side. minute. But literally, the ball trickled over the line at like 95th and one second. It was insane. Spurs... I can't believe what were, it, man. What were the emotions going through your mind? Okay, talk, talk, tell us it play-by-play. Play-by-play. Of, of what was going on. Where were you? What were you doing? What happened? So, I was at, on, at work during my break. And I made sure to watch the last half hour uh, of the game. But I left for the last five minutes because my break was up. And I'm like, you know what? This was a valiant Champions League effort. Yes, we're pushing really strong. But I highly, highly doubt that we're going to score the third and the winner. So I go back to my work. I check my phone just in the middle while I was in the hallway going from one patient to another. And I see that it's no longer 2-2 and that is 3-2 Tottenham Hotspur. And Lucas Moore scored. This is the third goal in the 95th minute. And I went immediately to where nobody could see me and started flipping out. Because holy shit, what a feeling. I couldn't believe it. I, I just the, the 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 passion that was running through my veins, the amount of excitement, the the the, the 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 adrenaline, the fact that I couldn't like conjure any words, and I was for one of the first times in my life actually speechless. And I'm like, I don't need, just like all the players when they did the post match interview, they're like, how do you feel? How does can you describe it for us? Most of them were like, we can't really describe it because it's actually insane and. Imagine for the players and the staff and the coach. I'm I'm a fan, so as a whole organization for Tottenham Hotspur, what a time to be a Spurs fan. And if we lift that damn trophy, I don't even know what I'm gonna do. But but I have to say, props to Ajax because they they got out some big guns in the Champions League. Man, it was a heartbreak for them. They knocked out Real Madrid and Juve. But I I want to give shout outs to three to four players on Ajax. Yeah, go for it, Frankie. De Jong, who we already know is going to Barca. 100%. Phenomenal young talent. Mataya De- Matthew or Mataya... Matthias Dillett. Matthias Dillett. We'll just call him Matt Dillett. Matt Dillett. <laughs> He's phenomenal. He's, He's only 19. Now, his transfer actually is in jeopardy because his agent is Mino Raiola. Oh, see you around. And Mino Raiola got banned by FIFA for three months for the whole summer transfer window. He can't really? make any deals. So Pogba ain't... Le- this is going to be safe for the next episode, but just like a little breaking news thing for you guys. Pogba ain't getting transferred. Lukaku ain't getting transferred. But well, no, Lukaku, Lukaku, Lukaku's actually with Rock Nation now. He left uh, after the whole right, Chelsea yeah. debacle. But yeah. Really? So all the all the players that are under his, like... Unless they fire him. Unless they fire him and hire new agents. I mean, if a player like Pogba wants to leave, I'm sure he's going to find a new agent. Yeah, but like I'm just saying in general, well, the lit, the lit, he might have to like stick around with this agent because he's still young. Yeah. So his transfer this summer... You, Ajax might be blessed with him for another season. You never know. We, we never he's know. He's only 19, but... He's sick, bro. I, I want the other two are Premier League outcasts, Dusan Tadic, who couldn't even get into the Southampton side. Crazy. And so, look at Southampton where they are now on the table. Sixteenth, seventeenth place, yeah. fighting and for survival. Even Daily, though they're safe. Yeah, and Daily Blind, 
Daily Bin's not a bad uh, shout. I was going to say somebody else. I was going to say uh, Hakim Ziyech because he's been absolutely phenomenal. He's been through and through, yeah. scoring goals, making plays. He kind of reminds me of a different version of Mares when Mares was at his best. Yeah, before Mares like before decided... Mares fucked up his career and went to Manchester City. Idiot. 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 So, my advice to you, Hakim Ziyech, do not pull a Riyad Mares. If you do want to leave Ajax... Go to, make, go, to, go to Milan or something. Make sure it's a team that you will flourish in and start and do the, make the same amount of impact because where's Mares now? Nobody's exactly. talking about I could see him going. I could see him do good at Inter Milan. I mean, Ivan Perisic, Perisic is getting old, like in his 30s. That's true. That's I mean, true. He could do great on Inter Milan. And that's a that's a great you know pickup for Serie A since Serie exactly. A wants to do all this rebuilding and scouting talent and stuff, so that will be a great buy for them. Yeah. Another silent, silent killer is Donny van de Beek. He, he is. He's a. He's a like, like I can't. I don't even know what to call him. Cerebral assassin. <laughs> he is. He he he. Picks very up. underrated too. No one's talking about no him. No one's talking about him. But he does a lot of the dirty work. Exactly. Uh, in the attacking. He's the workhorse. Yeah, he's, he's the workhorse. Definitely the workhorse. And they're actually saying that Spurs might buy him because if Spurs might get also Andre Andre Gomez. That's what I heard too. I would be happy with both so both those signings because if Christian Eriksen leaves, which is a big question mark. He's leaving. You never know. But if he does Kevin leave, Hazard and Pogba going to Madrid to laugh. <laughs> That's all right, uh, and then we're gonna meet up with that idiot Jovic. Uh, pro- no, Jovic's not an idiot. He's a beast. We'll talk about the Europa League though. Well, no, he's an idiot for going to Madrid. Oh, uh, probably yeah. But miss a goal. That's it. You're roasted for the rest of your life. They'll break your car like they did Bales. Oh god. I don't yeah. know why anyone wants to go there. Bales, Bales out too. Yeah. Well, Van de Beek is. They're saying that if Eriksson goes, he's the replacement. I take him. I can see yeah. I can. I can see him. Eriksson came from Ajax and he was the same workhorse, you know, exactly. back in the day. But um, but I don't know, man. I can't. I can't freaking believe that Spurs are in the final. I really. I can't, can't believe it either. I can't it, believe it. it. Nobody but, predicted it. No one predicted it. Also, let's talk about Spurs. Just two, three short years ago, they were not even in contention to ever go far in the Champions League. Mauricio Pochettino. A lot of credit to coach. him. What a coach. He's man. not spent a I'm dime a, since I'm January two thousand eighteen. I'm a Chelsea fan, but I gotta tip my hat to. Pochettino, man. Pochettino. What a fucking coach. Yeah, I mean, I I, I, I'm just surprised he's still this long for at Spurs and like none of the, the big the big clubs like uh, like a like a Juve or, or Barcelona or Barcelona. Well, he would never play for Barcelona because he had Espanol. So he would probably go to Madrid. He would so, go to Madrid or Atleti. But if he goes to Atleti though, he would have to change the culture of that club completely because they're a very dirty defensive aggressive, team. Aggressive, yeah. <laughs> he's a very attacking minded coach. That's true. See the thing with Pochettino, he said in a few, uh, the post match conference of Ajax Spurs, a few of the reporters asked him, "So Pochettino, are you even if you win the Champions League or don't win the Champions League with Spurs this season, what's your future with Spurs?" And he said that I'm leaving, but I think he said that just to fuck with the media because I do not think he's leaving. Yeah, I think he's just saying that just to cause some rumors and chaos. But he's thinking to himself, if I did this. With without the funds and without the things that I needed, I could actually sit down with Levy this time and come up with bigger goals like probably winning the Premier League next season, getting the reinforcements that we need, and working on a new project. So if you guys win the Champions League this season, the consensus among Spurs fan, uh-huh. you guys would want a Premier League and wouldn't care for Champions League next season? Is that what you guys are thinking? If we win the Champions League this year, I would not care for the Champions League next year. Mm-hmm. I would care about the Premier League. All right, fair enough. Fair enough statement. Because winning the Champions League this year is absolutely insane and unexpected yeah so i will take it in a heartbeat and the fact that we're in the final again i don't i i don't even want to continue because i'll go on the rest of the episode exactly <laughs> exactly all right let's talk about so we're done talking about ix spurs. spurs let's move on speaking of other comebacks man holy 
shit. That bar. What, what, what? Holy shit, bro. That's Liverpool. 3-0 up. They played better without Salah. They played better without their best damn player. 3-0 up. Actually, he's not their best player anymore because this year it's been the year of the Virgil. And the year of the Mane, actually. Mane's been stepping up a lot this year. He's always been a good player, but his his uh, numbers are in the double digits. I think he has double digits in goals and assists. Yes. But uh, let's talk about your boy, Divac Origi. Not my boy. <laughs> That's why I said... <laughs> but, uh, but I did see him score that yeah, late winner. Like, when what? I was in I come from out Liverpool outcast to hero. How about... Let's not talk about Divock Origi. How about let's talk about the 20-year-old kid, the genius, Trent Alexander-Arnold. Oh, yeah, that's another... Fabregas who, actually shouted him out on Twitter because uh-huh. people were criticizing him for that corner. Yeah. He's like, no, what he did was right. That's genius. That's creative. Exactly. When, you, when you have a world-class midfielder, like, well, I don't know if you call him world-class because he's getting age is getting the best of him, but yeah. a then-world-class midfielder like Fabregas shouts that out, you know the kid is poised to do big things. He is the modern... Him and Robertson are the modern fullbacks. They're 100%. what every kid in soccer academies all over the world look should at them. look at these two. Yep. Look at these two. Back then, everyone was like, Alaba and Ricardo Rodriguez are the future fullbacks. No. Wrong. Not anymore. Where are they? They're no, one, no one's talking about them. Yep. They're too defensive-minded. As much as I love Aspie, he ain't a good fullback either. Nope. He's more... He's future center-back. True. But regardless... Trent Alexander-Arnold, to see that Divo Carigi was alone, probably he, he was the only one in the entire stadium of Anfield, to see Divo Carigi empty and open in the box, and to have the awareness to turn quickly and play the pretty much perfect by-the-millimeter pass to Divo Carigi, and credit to Origi as well for having the awareness and the calmness to slot it in the top corner. I, I, I have no words for this game, man. Yeah. 4-0 coming back to Barcelona, and mind you... People are still blaming Messi. I do not get it. Messi it did everything he caught. Messi, well, Messi did everything. Does, does Messi play center back? Does Messi play left okay, back? Okay, look, look, right look at their defense. Look at their defense. Let's look at this lineup right now. They had Lenglet, who's very, Why? very shaky. Why Lenglet? Yeah. We have Umtiti. Well, Umtiti's um, also very injury prone. He played in the freaking Celta game that they lost over look, the weekend. Look, 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 man. Look, man. Look, man. I, I don't believe in... What's his name? What's his... What's his oh, my God. Valverde. Valverde, I don't think he's a good coach. He's a he's an he, okay coach. He's he he should have stayed at Bilbao. That's like exactly. his limit. <laughs> exactly. Look at his 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 defense. Alba, old. Alba's a phenomenal. He's not old. He he contributed a lot in the first leg, but he doesn't have the energy to keep up with a young Liverpool attack. I I I I can see that his attacking abilities are better than his defensive abilities. Exactly. I can agree on that. Look at that. Look look at look at who Liverpool had in their front three. Yeah, they were out of Firmino and Salah because they were injured, but they still had Shakiri and Origi. Yeah. Two young, fast guys. Yep. And they had Mane. Yep. We already know Vidal was trying to block Mane. It was uh, helping out Sergio, Sergio Roberto block Vidal as much yep. as they can. My question is, you, Gerard Piquet, he's like Ramos. Passed it. And this is a bold statement coming from me. He's passed it. But he had a f- he's been having a good Champions League campaign. So He's been having a good... Ch- but what about this game? You let this four game, goals in. Yeah, this game, you fell asleep. Look at that Look at that midfield, too. Rakitic, Busquets, Vidal, Oolt. And according to this lineup that we're looking at, they're not playing the traditional Barca way. Exactly. They're, they're not playing their 4-3-3. They're four, playing three, Valverde's four, Bilbao 4-4-2. Four, four, exactly. Which uh, Coutinho out on the left midfield... It's not his position. He's an attacking midfielder. Exactly. So you're not going to get the best out of Coutinho. You're and not they're blaming get... Coutinho for when Coutinho's playing out of position. It's not his fault, man. It really is not his fault. 
Um, but even if, with this lineup, you would think that all Barcelona had to do was score one away goal and yeah. they're good. But the fact that they didn't score and let in four goals, they, that's absurd. Like, it's never going to happen again. I'm sorry. But it happened two years in a row. Roma <laughs> and Barcelona did it on PSG. It's unbelievable. But let's talk about Barcelona, shall we? We know that Liverpool is in the Champions League final again, which amazing credits of Jurgen Klopp for getting them, getting yeah. them there again because it's not an easy task. And I thought that this year's road to the final was much more difficult than their road last mm-hmm. year. So props to them that they had a more difficult road and got there. But what is wrong with football club Barcelona? Besides Valverde's formation and tactics, what do they need? I just need think they need to let go of the old guard. And just bring in new. Kind of like a fresh... Well, they have already... They have a lot of players. They like have Arthur, Ar- Arthur, Coutinho... Suarez and Messi could be the captains that lead the line. 100%. But Busquets... They, they should have never bought Vidal. Yeah, I don't know why they got Vidal. They have so many midfield options. I don't know why Vidal... So Rakitic doesn't want to be there anymore. He's been trying to go to Inter since the summer. Him and him, him, him and his compatriot, uh, Modric. Okay, so here, here's, here's my theory, right? I think the, the game is won and lost in the midfield. If you get rid of Vidal... Busquets, as phenomenally and critically underrated he is, because he is a phenomenal player, and Rakitic, all those three gone, you put in Arthur Mello, Frankie De Jong coming in next year, and a, like a powerhouse like center defensive midfielder that's just going to body people left and right, then I think that they'll be who fine. Would be, and, who, the, and a new center back. Who would you think their powerhouse midfield, their Busquets replacement would be, their ideal Busquets replacement? I'm trying to think of like a big boss midfielder that just passes the ball and is good on the ball and like physical. They could get somebody like William Carvalho. Yes. On on Real Betis. Yes. They could get somebody like Danilo Pereira we could on get... Porto. I don't know if you know well, that yeah, guy. I don't know about Carvalho. He he did great for Portugal. Exactly. I'm surprised he plays on Betis. He's a he he deserves better. Honestly, he's a phenomenal player. He's box to box. You know who you know who they should have. Never let go. Who would have pl- could have played that role? Who? Paulinho. That's also uh, they bought him for one year. He did phenomenal, and he left for money to go to China again. Stupid. Like stupid. Stupid. He went from Spurs outcast to Barcelona to Catalan hero. Yeah, and then just left again. Stupid. So I I think their midfield needs to be completely reorganized, which they got s- somewhat of a you know plus from Frankie De Jong coming in. Yeah. And they need to get a new defender. They, they, need to, they need to get another Virgil van Dijk that's just going to come in and reorganize the entire defense. Exactly. And I do uh-huh. not... I don't know. It could be Matthias Delit. It could be De- Delit, but who are the other options? If Juventus win the Delit war... Fine. I have another phenomenal option that he's so criminally, again, underrated, and he's only like 23 or 24. Who? Milan Skriniar of Inter Milan. He's phenomenal. Oh, he is phenomenal. If they get him, put him next to Piquet. Who's the one on Lazio, too? I forgot his... Lazio? There's uh, a center back on Lazio. De Vrij? Yes. De Vrij's on Inter now. Oh, I forgot. He's wow. been on Inter. So Inter has been solid defensively. Yeah. Well, they got, they're getting, uh, what's his name? Godin, no? Godin, yeah, they're getting That's Godin. That's a phenomenal. See, like, they're, they can you know get what Godin that means? and Skriniar you know what that goes means? to Barca. Conte's coming. Back three, anyone? Ba- to, to where? No, back three at Inter. Because oh. that's Conte's formation. You get Skriniar, Godin in the middle. out? He's been out, bro. We'll talk about Serie A in a different episode. <laughs> been. We'll do it on our year, our season year 
Year-end re- reviews. I like that. Year-end year end review. review episode coming soon on Pharaoh's Halftime. Stay tuned. Be, be there at B-Square. But the fa- just the fact that Liverpool turned this around is, again, speechless and I'm lost for words. And they are, both Liverpool and Spurs deserve a spot in the final after the, those two performances. For the second year in a row, every Egyptian and their mother <laughs> is a Liverpool fan. Except Let- me. And I'm hoping that Salah... Crashes and burns again in the Champions League final, so my beloved Spurs can lift that beautiful trophy. Yeah, and trophy. fuck up the African Cup for us, will ya? Fine, just stay out. He's already out. Recover by the time African Cup of Nations comes around. Oh Deal. Everybody's happy. No, it's just like, <laughs> like, I was, ha- I was like, I didn't, ca- I, I hated watching the Champions League last year, and then like, my mo- what's it called? Like, everyone was like, when Salah got injured, my mother's like, no, Lee, what happened? I'm just like. Fuck them. <laughs> and fuck Madrid, too. Bro. If that stadium blows up, I could care less. Kidding again. Kidding again. <laughs> Dark humor. But let's talk about England. We played It's Coming Home in the beginning of the episode. They took over Europe. First time since 2007. Three years eight. ago. Three years ago. If They couldn't get out of the group. Only teams like Chelsea and City. Yeah. Could, and sometimes Arsenal. Yep. Can get could, out. Can get out of the group stage. Everyone else could barely get out of the group stage this year, and everyone kept writing him out. And this is when the English co- the co- the na- nation nation coefficients were still a thing. Yep. Nation coefficients out the door by UEFA. England starts doing good again. Is that a kawinky dink? I God can't. damn it! <laughs> damn it, pal! We can't have him keep doing that. Bro, but crazy, crazy that the Champions League final is all coefficients. English. We can't. We can't have. We can't have him job to the coefficients. Yeah, you sound like Vince McMahon. That's a wrestling episode, man. God damn it. No, I'm always going to do it. Fine, fine. But let's shift from Champions League to Europa League. Yes. Where we have another all-English final. And again, a very dramatic way with your beloved Chelsea. Barely, or should I say by a knee, getting to the final. All right. I want to cut the crap on it. Cut the crap. Everyone's been writing us off this whole season. Even I wrote us off. But you know what? They impressed me. I have my doubts, and they shut me up, big time. Chelsea, yeah. and, and you know what? You know what? You know what? You know what? Everyone's like, "You guys are lucky. You guys should even be in third place." I spoke to, I shout out to our buddy Shokin. I actually bumped into him yesterday. He was sitting with his friends. Okay. His yeah, he, he he was sitting with a buddy of his. The goddamn morons like, you know, our, Chelsea's not gonna win. Not Shokin, his friend. Okay. You know, Chelsea's not gonna win. Arsenal's gonna win in his fake British accent. <laughs> Mother, yo, yo. First off. Your arrogance is what's going to cost you. Second, if check starts, you best believe he's throwing that ball in back in, in Arsenal's net. Because he's Chelsea blue at heart. Well, and you know, and that boy thought, check, check thought that it, he, he was convinced it was destiny. All the journalists said it. After the game, he went in the back to watch the game. He wasn't celebrating with the team. He was watching the game because he wanted to play Chelsea. Wow. But yeah, and he knew it was going to happen. And it's just, and you know what? I hope we face check. And I hope, here's a, here's a wacky scenario. 89th minute. Mm-hmm. Hazard topping off, if he's topping off his Chelsea career, he goes for the killer goal. Okay. Scores. Check magically grabs Saves it. it. Okay. This is 0-0. Zero, zero. Check smiles. A small grin. And you just see P- pick up his helmet head up. Tosses it. Into the net. <laughs> and then just rips off his che- his Arsenal jersey. Back and you Chelsea. <laughs> and you just see the old, his last Chelsea jersey, which had Samsung on. That beautiful Samsung. And <laughs> Not just, Yokohama tires, yeah, that crap. I, I hate Yokohama. <laughs> ever since we've been jinxed, ever since we got Yokohama. But like, and you just see Hazard jump into his arms. 
<laughs> You're dreaming, bro. That's never gonna happen. It's else. never gonna happen. Check is gonna get destroyed. <laughs> but I could dream. You could but, dream. But no, I think Chelsea are gonna win because both teams are extremely sloppy and they have a shittier defense than we do. I agree with that. Also, also, they might not. First off, they only have a good strike force. I'll give them that. Hundred percent. They have deadly strike force. Our midfield is better if we have the right. If our midfield is better. If we, okay, if yes, Sarri gets, if Conte, Sarri, just having Conte there. I Conte, Jorginho, Loftus Cheek. That has to start. That has been the the magical secret rest ingredient that's been missing the entire season. Because you've been playing Kovacic instead of Loftus Cheek. Kovacic is such trash. I don't. But even he's want good be- as a bench player. He, he is good as a bench player and, and doesn't. He's good to relieve Jorginho. That's good. Not to relieve. Kovacic. And then you have that's, Barkley. That's that's John Cena's role. Barkley is to come out, come in for Loftus-Cheek if it, he gets tired. Yeah, uh, Yes. And the good thing about Barkley is... You can't see him. You can't see, see him. So, like, if he comes on, nobody's going to know the substitution happened. Chelsea could be playing with 12 men. You guys win. Exactly. <laughs> there we go. They can't see him. Regard- I do think it's going to be an entertaining final, though. Both are going to be very entertaining. I want to talk about the match. I want to talk about first with the Chelsea match. Yeah. Where... I was at work, so I was just going by the play-by-play, like the text play-by-play on yeah. Bleach Report. I wasn't watching it because I can't because my uh, my my uh, director is a boomer and she was sitting right in my, by my desk that day and I couldn't risk it. So every time, she, right. she, every, team. every time she would turn away, I would like look at a clip. I see Loftus Chick score a goal. I'm like, that boy can ball. <laughs> that boy can ball. And he, his movement. Yeah. It's, he's like a strike. He's like a... He's... That he's like a Calvert score- Lewin. <laughs> he's that goal-scoring midfielder we've been sorely, sorely lacking since Lampard left. So, yes. Yep. We got him. You got him. Give him the number eight. Sh- oh, give no. If Hazard leaves, give him the number ten. Nah, you know Pulisic is getting that number ten. No, you know I will start happening. a petition. <laughs> you know what's happening though. We might sell jerseys. I don't care about the little kids in the country selling, wanting to wear a Pulisic number ten jersey. It's they can happening. go to hell. It's happening though. You know go to is. go to hell. Unless can- Hazard miraculously stays, which is highly unlikely. I'm praying he stays. Yeah. <laughs> but, so that that happened. Mm-hmm. And then ha- I'm like, we're doing good. Halftime comes. Luka Jovic coming up with another, what is it, I think like 10th yeah. goal in the, the Europa League campaign. Yo, yo, what's it called? Deadly that was, finisher, man. It was he's deadly only 20. Fin- and his movement's phenomenal, too. He's he going to Madrid. 100%. Th- that's, with confidence, I could say he's going to Madrid because he's that striker that they need to replace Kareem Benzema with. Yep. And, if, and, and and Louise and 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 that go, that could have been a prevented goal mm-hmm. because Louise and Christensen fell asleep. They did. And if, if you look at Jovic's movement, actually, I don't know if he meant it or not. But the when the the other player passed it to him, he kind of did like a fake movement that he was gonna run in behind the defender, but kind of stopped short, took it on his chest, and passed it to the other guy who then made a run. Yeah, then made the run behind. Yeah, he's so he, I don't know if he meant to do that or the ball was too short. But regardless, it was it a worked out for play. him. Yeah. It worked out for him perfectly. And you know what Luka Jovic reminds me of? Luka Jovic reminds me of who? The man he might replace at Real Madrid, Karim Benzema, when he, back when he was on Lyon. Oh, yeah. And, and his movement was phenomenal, and they bought him when he was really young. So it could be a very similar buy. Yeah. Just hopefully he doesn't get overshadowed by generational talents like Ronaldo and Bale. And, Bale and yeah. all this stuff. I think he'll be fine. So. Excuse me. <laughs> you good over there? I just keep burping. Oh, you need some water, Tums? No, I'm good. good. I'm good. Yeah. You know you have a PA next to you. All right, that sounds good. All right. <laughs> um, what am I trying to thought? Then, your boy. <sighs> What's his name? Christensen gets injured. Yep. First thing I say, Welp, is a good run. And then Zappacosta comes in. Okay. 
okay, maybe this is not a bad idea. And Aspilicueta moves to center back. It's not a bad idea. Zapacosta could get up and down that right exactly. way. Exactly. And Aspilicueta was pretty good. And Zapacosta, for the lack of playing time, he had a decent game. He, he did. Had. I like him, bro. He's a good play. He's a good he's a, squad player. Yeah. And he doesn't complain about I, minutes. Well, shout out, Emerson. Emerson's dynamic, He's bro. also another fullback to watch, despite his, play, his playing time. Yeah. But he's also a very... Ta- the, a, Close to being a modern fullback. Yep. More fine, more play, to, more play. Tweak is defending a little. Yeah, more playing time. And Alonso's more defending. Yep. And he's more set piece specialist. Correct. You got a diff- completely different type of player in Emerson, it, which is good. Yeah, and it was good for the Europa League. Yep. It's for a team like. Uh, Eintracht. And plus, with like Loftus Cheek, mm-hmm. Hazard, and Emerson, that connection, those three dribblers, these boys can dribble. Yep. These boys can dribble. So. We get to the we get to the extra time. I'm on the train. I'm just like whatever service I could get. I'm just trying to watch. Yep. I'm on a bus. We get to I finally get catch an express bus. Get to the penalties. We get to the penalties. Go one in, one in. Yep. Chelsea one. missed one by Aspie because and rushed. I turn my phone down. I take my headphones up. I'm like, God damn it. Aspie rushed as soon as he put yeah. the ball down. He like tracked back really quick. I was like, he's missing. He's yeah. rushing. And he and the keeper pulled off a good save. But yeah, the keeper or should I say Keppa. That pulled off the better save was Keppa with his freaking knee, like I yeah. said. And he just gets up like Brock Lesnar just like screams. <sighs> yeah. What a save, man. He's got two clutch saves. And yeah. I think because he did that, he kind of redeemed himself for what he did at the Carabao Cup. He did. Final, no, semi-final, 100%, if you he remember did. that. 100% he did. Also, Keppa is still very young. Yep. And he, if Czech, if the rumors are true and Czech comes back as a uh, as a coach. Goalkeeper like the, coach. Because mm-hmm. that, that's what they're saying. They're saying it's all but done. All yeah. but signed. Like all the Chelsea insiders, reporters are like saying. That, it's done. <laughs> yeah, it's done. They just got to announce it. Yeah, yeah. That'd Him learning phenomenal. from Czech. That's probably top goalkeeper in a few years. Exactly. <laughs> I, I'm just upset we let Czech go the way we did because of Snake Courtois. Uh, what are you going to do? It's, at the end of the day. At the, at the end, karma works. At the end, business. At the end of the day, what's it called? Life has a weird way of working and we're all laughing at Courtois now. Yep. He's miserable. <laughs> Zidane's back. He favors Kalor. See you around. Yep. <laughs> but let's talk, let's shift gears. Let's talk about Arsenal. Wait, wait, wait. We're not oh, done here. We're not done here. We're not done here. My bad. Hazard mm-hmm. with the last goal. We get in. If this was his last game at the bridge... Nice way to go out. Nice way to go out. Yep. I'm happy. Yep. I agree with that. Perfect ending for Hazard at the bridge. Go leave a hero. I think he is going to leave a hero, and he's going to top it off by winning the Europa League. Because I do agree with you. I do think Chelsea are going to edge it just because of that fact that Arsenal's defense is a little bit more shakier. And especially if Rudiger comes back. Is Rudiger back? I think his season's done. Really? Damn. I think his season's done. So if if Christensen pulls the, the game of his life, or if they do what they did, you know, when uh, Christensen got injured and put Aspie and David Luiz, I could see uh, Chelsea winning. I'd rather Aspie and David Luiz. Yeah, I'd rather that too. It's more safe. It's yeah. more safe than Christensen and David Luiz. Yeah. But let's not count Arsenal out, because like we said, their attack is absolutely phenomenal, and they put four and won the tie 7-3 to three against a very talented and attack-minded as well, Spanish side in Valencia. Yeah, Aubameyang coming up with a huge another hat trick away from home in the in the European competition. He loves hat tricks away from home. Aubameyang, man, what a what a freaking player! And him and Lacazette up top can cause damage. They to pretty any much defense. carried the team because they were playing with ten men. Yeah, Ozil was nowhere to be seen. That's true. What what what's happening with uh, Mkhitaryan? He might not so, play. No, he might not play because Baku's in Azerbaijan. Yep. And Azerbaijan is in conflict with uh, Armenia. Armenia, and so, Mkhitaryan's Armenian. If you yes. guys didn't know, <laughs> so it is. 
not the safest for him. Arsenal actually appealed to UEFA today to have safe uh, to to have like, more safety, mm-hmm. more safety for for Mkhitaryan. Mkhitaryan, but they they can't guarantee anything. That's a shame. That's just a shame because you dream about that kind of stuff as kids, like. You know, he, Armenia is like a small country and... And they've been through a lot. And they've been through a lot. And I'm sure Mkhitaryan as a kid was watching all these competitions as he grew up. And to not participate in that just because of some worldly events... Just because of the stuff that... It, it has regarding, nothing to do with football. <laughs> regarding old men in suits. Yeah. Old men in suits. That's what it is. So, it's it would be very unfortunate. Baby boomers. <laughs> the word of the day is baby boomers. <laughs> They're the pieces of shit that ruin it for the rest of us. I'm, and that is all. And I'm, I'm going to leave it at that. I'm not going to spell that out for you guys like Sesame Street. But anyway, uh, it would be very unfortunate for Arsenal for him not to play. But very fortunate for you guys because if he's that number 10 position and feeding balls to Obama and Lacazette, I could see I could see it being a high-scoring final, maybe like a 2-2 or 3-3. Yeah. But, uh, but it's going to be interesting. I, I do think Chelsea's going to win. What about, what about the Champions League? We never gave the Champions League uh, prediction on who you think is going to win. That's going to be a tough one. It's going to be so tough. I think it's going to go to penalties. You think so? I think that that's a match that's going to go to penalties. I, de- I definitely see it not ending in 90 minutes. No, definitely not. It's going to penalties, and I think... <sighs> it's so hard because Liverpool have the better goalkeeper, but they have Spurs have no, the better no, penalty takers. Allison's phenomenal, but so is Lloris. Lloris is a World Cup winner. That's, that's I arguable. Think, I think... I think... I hate to say this. I really, really, really hate... Say this. I think Spurs are gonna cause the upset on Liverpool. Yes, I'm glad that you said that. <laughs> I, I think, but I think it's not gonna be finished in five penalties. I think it's gonna be like it's seven. Longer. It's gonna be a long penalty shootout. The amount of pressure that's gonna be on those two teams, the amount of bragging rights. Yep. You have. Is you have players and. Uh, I see. I, I I'm I'm thinking of it. Yes, I'm gonna be biased. Obviously. But I'm thinking of it as like Spurs, if if they weren't destined to win it, they wouldn't have made it this far. We wouldn't have made it out of the group stage where we barely got out. Uh, we had the same amount of points as Inter Milan. We had mm-hmm. eight points each. And we s- barely snuck by by the skin of our teeth to get out of there. We're destined to win this thing, man. I think we're going to win it. I really do think we're going to win it. I mean, if if you're what you're saying is that for Spurs and Chelsea, everyone's saying we barely made it out, then I guess we're destined to win the Europa League, man. Hey, but if we if if the winners are Chelsea and Spurs and it's we a party meet, in London. And we meet in the UEFA Super Cup, I'm going to give you a nice firm handshake right now and call that a day. Call that a day. Because that'll be a nice Can we go So since you don't want to go to the hookah bar for the Champions League final, can we at Absolutely least Absolutely not. Can we at least go for the Super Cup? Uh, the UEFA Super Cup. If it's Chelsea Spurs, absolutely. All right, because it's a Super Cup. That's fine. That's fine. That's an entertaining game, preseason yeah. kind of thing. That's fine. I also want to point out something that really, really bothered me today. What? Stadium seating in these types of games for the Champions League and Europa League final. Yeah. Talk so to the me. stadium Talk capacity in Baku, sixty-eight thousand seven hundred. It's really good. Tickets for Arsenal fans limited to six thousand. Tickets to Chelsea fans, limited to 6,000. What? I'm not done yet. Stadium capacity in Madrid, 68,000 flat. Tickets for Liverpool fans, 16,613. Tickets for Spurs fans, 16,613. Where the hell are the rest of the tickets going? I'll tell you what. 
corporations, cousins, people who work for all the sponsors, their yeah. cousins, celebrities. Work, exactly. That don't give a shit about Tucker, just want selfie for the Will gram. Smith and stuff. Will Smith, uh, Instagram stars, like our YouTubers, like Jake Paul and all those dipshits. Steve Nash. <laughs> well, Steve Nash is a Spurs Steve, fan. Well, he was Steve, going crazy. <laughs> well, Steve Nash is probably going to be there for TNT. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I He's working there. He's is, gonna, it, is it going to be the final TNT or are they going to put out, do it on ABC or something like that? No, maybe it's going to be on TNT. Yeah. Okay, good. T- final's going to be on TNT. It should be. Yeah. I thought they, I thought they'll, they'll the put coverage has been good, but the. Like we spoke about this before, the yeah. post and pre-match analysis hasn't, mm-hmm. hasn't been but the best. It's, it's getting like, there. UEFA is just stupid because now the Champions League is more about like appeasing to the sponsors. Yeah, I get it, money, but what about we're the ones who drive this? You know what I mean? That's you true. put these sponsors. I see these products. Oh, I like this product. Let me buy this. Yep. Appease to me, motherfucker, or else I will boycott your shit. You know what? They would be really smart in doing. They should move the Champions League from weekdays to weekends. Oh my god, that would make my life. And have all the like league games uh, on like also you know because the Champions League not every week it's every two or three weeks whenever the group games are. Have your regular Premier League or you know La Liga or whatever league you're watching on the weekends. Postpone those games that are on the weekends to midweek, and then just replace them with the Champions League. So more people watch it, more people can enjoy it, more people can hear that beautiful exactly. anthem that we forgot to play today. Damn it. I forgot to play the Champions we're playing League. For, we're playing It's Coming Home. It's okay, more fine. relevant today. Fine. fine. But <laughs> I do want to point out, and I lost my train of thought. Thank you very much. <laughs> the fans you were talking about. In the no, not the fans. I already mentioned that. Oh, I want to mention this Premier League schedule, how these players get no breaks and every other league does. And look at it. All English finals across the board. Zero winter break, man. Zero winter break, and they... Through for they played through fatigue, through injuries, and World through... Cup. Don't forget about the World Cup. So these guys, after win or lose, you know they're gonna be sleeping and eating good after yeah. that. Oh yeah. Here's here's another question. Uh, I I keep going back to Spurs, but this is a this is a, a a question for like a neutral. Do you think it would be a advantage or disadvantage to Tottenham if they got Kane back in the final? Because I think they're so used to playing without Kane. How long has he been out for? He's been out for like a month. I mean, have Kane come back in like the 60th minute. Don't rush him back in. Don't start him. Don't start him because if he's not 100%, you'll have to sub him out right away. That's exactly what we did last time. I feel like we rushed back his injury. And then he re-injured, I think, the same ankle. And we had to go through the story again. And when he when they rushed him back, we went through our worst run in the Premier League, we had like three straight defeats to like Burnley and Southampton and that terrible run. Yeah. So I definitely agree with you. I think if he plays, it's going to be a huge advantage. But if he's not ready, he's not ready. Don't rush the guy. Yeah. Like, yes, he's a probably the top, one of the top five strikers in the world. And anybody, any team would want Kane on, on, you know, on their team to bang in the goals. And he could be crucial in a game like that. One chance, one goal, it could be a wrap. Yeah. But yeah, I agree with you. Don't rush him. Don't, Don't rush him. Back. When he's ready, put him in in the 60th minute. Have him... If we're change. losing or change the dynamic. Yeah, change the dynamic of the game. Because so, Liverpool's right now is expecting more... Well, Klopp's, Klopp's a, he's a good tactician. He could, he's yep. doing all scenarios. Yep. So, but just keep Liverpool on their toes a bit. It's going to be a crazy final, man. It is. Crazy. Um, anything else that we want to talk about, man? No, that's it. That's, we, we covered the European special today. I mean, this has been... It was... It was a weird Champions League, and a phenomenal weird, Champions League. It, it was we, it was phenomenal, but it was weird. Very weird. It's kind of like the World Cup. Yeah, very weird, but I'll take it. 
I'll take it. But uh, Europa League was entertaining. Got to yep. see a bunch of big teams go have a second chance at winning European silverware. And for teams me, like Frankfurt coming yeah, up. Yeah, but for me, it was not the most ideal competition. Chelsea belong in the Champions League. Which they are. They are in next, are season. next season. Thankfully, we qualify. We, qualify. we got we secured a top four spot. Yep. So, next season, I'll see you guys. I'll be listening to that beautiful anthem too. Yep. But other than that, I'm just glad this season is almost over. We have a lot of stuff to look forward to. Because I've been exhausted. I've been exhausted physically, mentally, emotionally, and it's still not freaking over yet. Yeah. Because I will be glued to a TV screen on June 1st for that beautiful Champions League final. From everybody here at Ferris Halftime, which is only just two of us, let's hear a word from our sponsors, shall we? From me and Antonio. That's me. And from Antonio and I, the That's duo of Ferris Halftime. I want to say thank you for tuning in to another episode. Spread the word. Follow our Instagram page at Pharaoh's Halftime 10. And thank you for your support as always. Next episode is the long-awaited episode 20. Number 2-0. Have you, do you, can you believe it already? 20? Wow. We've been doing this show for a while. It's been awesome. Yeah. We're only growing, man. It's gonna, we're going to keep growing. We're going to keep growing. Can't stop. In the words of Diddy, can't stop. Won't stop. I don't know what all that was, but peace. Stay blessed.